The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. The Sunranto Show is listener-supported and brought to you by our Super Ranters. Find out more about how you can listen early and ad-free and become part of the Super Rancher family at patreon.com slash sunranto. Do it today. Kobe blue blood blowing through our veins. Sitting in the bleachers in the rain. We've shed a million tears and drank as many old style beers out at the game. Let's go, Cubby Sunranto with Michael Sunranto and Crawley Sunranto and the lovable loser Sunranto with Michael Sunranto and Crawley Sunranto and the lovable losers Sunranto. Welcome to uh, Rain Delay Theater here. The, the the series with the Rays is not officially over yet. Um, it is the bottom of the sixth right now as the Cubs are losing eight to two. Um, but if there's ever a game that you can just say, well, you know what? Let's just fuck it. You know, like they're down by six in the sixth inning. Everybody's getting fucking like you know, out of the game now, you know, even the hitters can't hit anymore. You Like pitchers can't pitch, hitters can't, it's a six, it's raining. This is the exact time where you're just like, yeah, let's just fucking call it. You know, we got our five innings in. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't just look at the radar and be like, okay, this one's over. And so they're like, the game is an inclement weather. Meanwhile, like I, I was at the game. I was there and I was moving around the stadium. Nobody was there. And so, like, but people were, like, buying beers. They're like, oh, rain delay. I guess we'll have beer. I'm like, no, this is the part of the time where you go to Murphy's. This is when right. you leave the game. And you know what? And if if you want to come back in and they start it up again, by all means, do that. Just get yourself another ticket. You can probably still buy them on StubHub for nothing. Right. I don't know. Go, go, out to, go out to Murphy's and buy beers that are still probably overpriced and yet half the price of yeah. the beers in Wrigley. So what we're trying to say is this uh, series is not over, but it's over. Um, and we lost it. Uh, this show, the Sun Ranto show, is brought to you by our 110 Patreon oh, supporters. 110! Yeah, we, lost, we lost two, got three, or something like that. So it was a little churn. But I'm sure it was something you said. We could have 115 right now, but you keep talking smack to our fans. Um, <laughs> so, and as always, and this is some good news to um, hashtag chance. If you uh, hashtag chance in the chat, whether it be Facebook or Twitter or YouTube or all the places we go, um, uh, you, I will send you at the end of, if you win, 
I will send you this Frank Chance postcard um, signed by me. So, or he'll um, possibly yodel instead. Yeah, um, I have great news though. I went to uh, the place where I buy these. Hint, oh, hint. wait, what is that? <laughs> wait, show us? I know, I'm, I'm standing up because I'm wearing... Strange Cargo Tees yeah, since I'm, 1983. I'm, Love yeah, it. Yeah, and I, I buy... They're up in um, in Andersonville, and I and they had 10 more today. So ten, so now there's like 13 left. We got at least... You walk like, in and you're just like, oh my God, it's the guy. You know they all talk about you. Like, that guy was in here. Yeah, Which I one? Those chance, the Chance guy. The Frank Chance guy. What a weirdo. He fucking loves Frank Chance. Yeah, we had a, those cards for 27 years, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, one dude keeps buying them. Well, the next time, I think I'm going to have to do um, Ty Cobb. They've got some Ty Cobbs. They've got... Um, God, what else did they have? They, they yeah, have you don't want to like Tom, though. They, they, they had, like, Jack Nicholson. I was like, well, that could be funny. I'll get <laughs> some Jack Nicholson's. Uh, but thank you all for tuning in. Hashtag Chance in the chat. Let's talk about this series. Um, it wasn't great. It, it started off fine. Uh, Monday night was a lot of fun. We called the game. We were uh, – me and Crawley. Oh, I, I should mention, Crawley can't be here tonight, unfortunately. Um because he couldn't find his car after Monday. And he's just still looking for his car out there. You know, it's just that. Happens. He's just wandering the, the you know, Lakeview streets looking for that car. Yeah. Being like, Corey, Corey. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's not how it works. Just call the tow pound. And he's like, no, no, this worked last time. My car knows its name. I'm like, you're thinking of dogs. And it was just really awkward conversation. I haven't seen him since. Anyway, the Cubs won four to two. And, um, Man, it was weird. You know, it was so cold that day, and the snow was falling at the game start, but also the sun became underneath the clouds. So it was that weird April sun snow flurry shower thing that went on. And it was so odd. Um, uh, but they played the game, and it wasn't so bad as long as you were out of the wind. Out of the wind, but the wind took a couple of home runs deep. Uh, for uh, we got schwizdongs and whizdongs, and they were flying out of the park, and that's how the Cubs won. And that they haven't won a game off of home runs maybe all year. I, well, the Seiya Suzuki game when basically right. he single-handedly won the game um, with home runs. And then there's this one that was won with home runs. And um, luckily, I mean, we just kind of – we got – this game, this first game, it was fast. First of all, it was like only two hours and 43 minutes, which is super fast. Uh, I, I would say that uh, Hendo was in this, and he this is home Hendricks, so he looked pretty good. Ended up, But he only went 4.1 innings. But to me, it's a little deceptive. He struck out six, and they were waving at it. They were looking weird. Gave up the five hits, two walks. That's fine. They were hitting the ball hard. And when I kept looking up at the scoreboard, I kept thinking his four-seamer was going to be coming in at like 89. And yeah. it, it's not. It's coming in at 87. So it, it's he's out there for 90 pitches. So 90 pitches, 4.1 innings, that's not an efficient outing by any stretch of the imagination. And it's um, surprising when you say – he threw that many pitches in that short a time when and the game was still short. You know what I mean? Like normally if a guy's at 90 pitches in the fourth and he doesn't get out of the fifth, like that's usually a long game. Like shit's just going on. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. And well, they were hitting him hard. They were hitting it around. There were a lot of knocks. Um, and then Keegan Thompson came in and oh my God, dude, like he almost pitched as long as Kyle Hendricks did 3.2 innings, only gave up one hit and struck out five. He hasn't given up a run all year. One walk. He, he was amazing. And, uh, and he did this right before he went on his. No, right um, after. No, but I'm saying he also oh, right. went three innings right before he went on his, uh, we're going to call it a sabbatical. Yeah. Well, I love this, uh, this Cubs memes. Uh, this is right before the sabbatical. The Cubs memes tweeted out, um, Thompson has earned his dot, dot, dot vacation. And there's like a meme of, you know, that, that guy that's like doing, uh, he's pointing. Oh yeah. Like real smart. Yeah. Like I'm really smart. You know, that gif or whatever. Um, and it says, it's got David Ross's face superimposed over it and says, when your reliever is about to serve a three game suspension. So you throw him for 3.1 innings and 45 pitches of lights out ball and send him on his suspension way. Um, yep. And so that's, and then, we had a yeah, well rest pops today back in or Monday. Yeah. He pops back in for 3.2 more. That is seven innings in two outings. That's amazing. I'm yeah. loving it. Yeah. And, uh, and on top of, on top of it, yeah, David Robertson come in for the save. It, it was, it was all worked out fine on Monday. He looked really good. Had the one so, walk. Well, I mean, that's another one. So obviously King and Thompson is maybe the best pitcher on the roster right now. Uh, but David Robertson holding it down there at yeah. the end. Like, also not giving up a run this year so far. How many innings is that total? Yeah, I mean, it, it's not that well, many, but. I mean, it's uh, we're 11 games in. He's got four saves. I yeah. mean, that's, that's. I mean, the only way you get more saves is that you win closer, more closer games. <laughs> you know, yeah. like. That's I don't know. I'm I'm excited about David Robertson. You know, I'm I'm saying like And who we're seems, gonna get for him at the trade deadline. Yes. Yeah, he seems <laughs> to be you know, he was he like you said, what is he? He's thirty seven. Yeah. You know, and he was a closer at one time and you know, but this could be a Kimbrell situation where you bring guy over and you're like, Well, you know, maybe he's got something and he doesn't. But no, he he seems to have it all under control right now. Now, how long does that last? I don't know, but I'm going to enjoy the hell out of it right now because yeah, the re- the reversion to the mean is a real bitch in baseball. Um, yeah. So, and I do think we should talk about Keegan Thompson. In fact, before it slips my mind, um, Jose Orlando Mercado, our friend uh, and ranter from Puerto Rico, he said he goes, "I want you guys to discuss whether you think Keegan Thompson should just be added to the rotation." I was like. Well, considering we don't have a fourth starter, maybe the fuck yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I mean? Uh, you know, what is this? Like spot and sane and pray for rain? Like, sorry, that's a really old reference, but it's like 1940s Braves where they would have like two starters and they'd go every other day. And then yeah. you'd have a bullpen in case their arm caught on fire or something. You know, that's the only way you ever used your bullpen back in the day. But, um, you know, yeah, because you're waiting on Miley. You're waiting on Alzali. So, I mean, and I understand that right now Thompson is fulfilling his role as piggyback guy while these pitchers get stretched out. But 
he's out there strutting around the mound. He's having a good time. Like, well, here, here's the thing. I, I think he is going to be that four starter, you know, but I think he also needs to get stretched out and we're starting to see him get more pitches. It's just odd where they're doing it, you know, like bringing him in in the fifth inning and letting him go through the eighth, you know, and like, that's weird. We just don't normally see that. But if you think about he does need to be there and they weren't maybe planning on him be there, they got to stretch him out too. In game situations where he's helping the team, I don't know. It, it feels like that's what they're doing is just trying to get him more and more pitches. And then he's going to get out there and, See where and start and start. I mean, yeah. And there's nothing really special about starters these days. If there's no such thing, you know, and the, the fucking rays beat us with the, with you the know, opener. the opener yesterday. Did they have an opener today? I'm, I, I was I mean, on the radio no, and doing No, yeah. not really. Rasmussen was in there. There was they opened oh, okay. yesterday. Yesterday was the it, opener though for sure. Yeah, David Elliott writes that in. Let's try that opener shit like the Rays did yesterday. They've been doing that for a while. So the Brewers used to do it too, till they got those two top line guys and they still probably do it at the back end. Then uh then you get Thompson for four point five solid innings. And then uh Artie Boucher writes in, speaking of which, should they start opening for Stroh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's not great in that. Well, he did okay. The other one, it was the fourth or fifth inning where he got yeah, blown fourth, up. Yeah. You know, this one was not good in the first inning. Also looked uncomfortable out there today, but we'll get to that. Um, what else happened in this game? Um, Frank Schudel's still fun. He's running around the bases with a goofy face, and everybody loves it. He he really is, like, he's goofy as shit when he wins. You know, it, and what's funny is, He's enjoying the shit out of the moment and everybody loves it. But a guy flips a bat and sort of like is less goofy while he's celebrating around the bases. Everybody hates him. You know, yeah. like there's no difference. It's just that Frank Schwindel has this like fucking funny face and he, and he's, and he's smiling ear to ear and it's just like, he he can't believe it. That's what's on his face. What just happened? <laughs> it's like he like, doesn't even know he's a professional baseball player. Like in, in central casting, you you cast him as the goofy neighbor. You know what I yeah. mean? Like he's like the guy that comes over is like, "Hey, Bill," and everybody's like, "Ha ha!" And he's like, "Oh no, he's here to borrow my power tools." You know, like just yeah. it's like that guy. Well, um, if Game you're making a- by the way, this just in. Oh. Thank you, Robert Sanchez. Uh, this is live and breaking. See, we break news on this show now. Woo! No, uh- you know, tons of people take a multivitamin, including me. I take not just a multivitamin, but extra vitamin D because uh, I live in Chicago and don't get a lot of sun. And uh, I t- take uh, probiotics, and uh, you know, I, I must take sometimes five, six pills a day, uh, especially during the winter. Vitamin C, zinc. Uh, Anyway, there's a a better solution for that, uh, and it's one delicious scoop of athletic greens. Um, You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. 
It's a special blend of ingredients, and it helps to support your gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. And it's lifestyle-friendly, adapting to a wide range of diets. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals, or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 a day. How much do my 17,000 vitamins cost? Probably more than that. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills like I take and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Do it today. The Sun Ranto Show is also brought to you by ColorCast. ColorCast is a live, audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and use. You can talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Share your own experiences on the app. And guess what? Sun Ranto Show is a part of it. You can go download ColorCast, follow Sun Ranto Show, and the show you're listening to right now, directly after it, we we went on ColorCast... And we had a great time over there. And we just, we kept on going with the show on ColorCast. And uh, you can join the room. All you got to do is follow Sunranto Show. Here's what you got to do, actually. Download the ColorCast app. It's free in the iOS store. Create a profile. Link your Twitter. Join the baseball league. Follow Sunranto Show. And you're going to be notified when my room goes live. And uh, we're going to be going live after every single live show this month. At the very least, uh, until the season gets started, directly after the Sun Ranto show. So check it out. It's a really cool app. And uh, join on up. I also want to add, too, is that if you were a Patreon subscriber, uh, you would be getting a copy of our conversation on the ColorCast app. That would be an addendum to the normal podcast that you're listening to now. So there is more Sun Ranto show that you're just not getting because you're not a Patreon member. Also, <laughs> you had to listen to a ColorCast app uh, ad and an Athletic Greens ad, which the Patreon uh, subscribers did not. So, your choice. In the meantime, download ColorCast. Listen to us over there. It's a lot of fun. I, I think if we you're... If it's a baseball movie, right? He's he's the funny, maybe fourth lead, the guy that like comes in and he's oh, you know who he is in Major League. I think Major League Two, the idiot catcher, the kid who's just dumb as rocks, and all the all the guys kind of take him under their wing and he's funny and whatever. But like the show's not really about him. That's Frank Schwindel. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of remember him. Maybe somebody recognized him in a bar someday. Um, so yeah, he was a lot of fun. And also, uh, I I was I rewatched the highlights of this game and saw Ian Happ batting right-handed and knocking one down the line. And the swing looked really good. And I don't know, he got a knock. He knocked in a very important run. Um, was that in that game? Oh no, yeah, when he came through with two outs. 
Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, that was also the, I, I don't know, people are also making excuses like they, like they do this early in the year when you want things to go well. Uh, for say a Suzuki, and I loved his hustle on that hustle, quote unquote, double, where honestly, if he's called safe on that instead of out, I think that he stays safe. I like the hustle, especially in a close game, but it's maybe when I lump it into all the other toot blands and stupid yeah. things this team is doing sometimes, I'm like, dude, you got to set an example because now we're going to have like, I don't know, like freaking Hermosillo always going for two. And you're like, no, you can't. Well, you know, I, I, there was a few things wrong on that play. Uh he slid to the inside of the bag directly into the tag. Yeah. Like, like, like if he stays on the outside, maybe he's safe. A little hook slide kind of thing. Yeah. Like, but it was, yeah, it was that. I thought that was a little odd, but, uh, he got called out right, right off the bat. And, and he was actually go, he went to go into the dugout and they're like, no, 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 that's not what we're doing in the, yeah, in the U.S. You stay out there yeah. and we act like it's all good. <laughs> exactly. He's like, no, he's, but I'm cold. <laughs> he's like, no, but you know, I'm thirsty. <laughs> this is not how we do it in, in, in Japan. We know we, we, you know, we, we play with honor. That guy got me. I'm going back to the yeah. dugout. No, you stay out there until we try and fucking milk this for everything it's worth. <laughs> <laughs> so Cubs win game one. Now let's move on to a couple games that we didn't like so much. Uh, they, they battled back in game two. It ended up being 6-5. Very, one of the most gifable Wilson Contreras moments of all time took place in this game. I, I just haven't. <laughs> I was at the theater. Uh, and I had the game on like on the corner of my screen, you know, just kind of watching on the side, just managed to catch that moment. I was like, when, uh, Wilson does this throat cutting thing, I'll subscribe, describe it to the podcast people, but oh my God, dude, like that's brilliant. It was, and that was a reaction to, it was a Rosarena, right? Calling himself, I was safe. I was safe. Was it a Rosarena that slid in? God, I can't remember. Now I can't remember because I don't know any of these guys on Tampa Bay. But yeah, yeah. They, he was he was coming in. It was the relay throw, half to Madrigal. No, no half to Horner. Oh, half to Madrigal. Which yeah, is that's. What, I was getting confused because it was it. It should have been the sh the shortstop spot there. But yeah, half to Madrigal. Madrigal whips it in there. Uh, you know, Willie. Catches it, makes the perfect tag. I mean, it was great. It was just, it was all, it was like bang, bang. And they challenged it. But yeah, Willie, Wilson knew the whole time. He was, that's why he's sitting there. He's just like making the slash across his throat. He knew you're it was dead. over. You're dead. Um, yeah, I I did really enjoy it though. I mean, Wilson is such a great player. It's going to, I'm really going to miss him when they trade him in two months. Um, It's going to be very sad. Um. See, this game, let me put up the box score real quick. Uh, offensively, only five hits in this game. They made them count. Uh, they, they did have four walks as well, including this one. I mean, Suzuki, he walked three times in this game. He just walked and walked and walked. Including they they one, didn't want to challenge him. Yeah, including one where he really worked that count. Like, he worked the hell out of the count, and then he got the walk, and it actually ended up in a run. So it, it, it was, what, what play was that? The, um, uh, the, oh, yeah, well, then you get the wild pitch 
and yep. Suzuki, and that's because the, that's there was somebody on third. I forget who was on third. When I believe it was Horner. Was it Horner? Was on third, and then then Suzuki ended up on second. Hap Hap hit into the shift though, and I I got excited because the I was listening on the radio, and the announcers got excited. They're like, "Yes!" And then it was like, "No, that's was it. That was a hit in 1985, but that ain't a hit anymore." Yeah, uh, Ian Hap, and um, a little bit frustrating is on the pitching end of things. Uh, not a great game for Justin Steele. Playing oh. this one from behind, too. Had a bad outing. He's going backwards, too. He's yeah. Five well, innings, then three innings, now 2.2. Talk about an opener. Steele in the first inning was lights out. Like, I watched the first inning, and he just mows them down. Like, I think uh, there was one walk in that first inning, but everybody else was just kind of looking stupid. Like, it looked great. You know, like no good contact, nothing. And then he comes out in the second inning and people are starting to tee him up. Like he's getting outs, but they are just cracking him hard in that second inning. And then by the third inning, he can't even fucking find the strike zone. Yeah. Like everything was up. Like he was just letting the ball go early and it was up and out of the strike zone. On the, you know, it it was crazy. It, they were all in the same spot. Uh, you know, Wilson's jumping up to catch every ball. Like, yeah. you know, it's crazy. Or was it Gomes? And I wonder because I, I talked to uh, I, I talked to uh, you know our friend uh, Captain Cubbo, and he was at the game the night before, and he said that that was even colder because they were freezing their butts off last night. You wonder how much that has to do with some of this stuff. I don't know. Uh, but I know it was cold on Monday, even, even though I was bundled up Tuesday. You know, it just it gets into your bones after like day after day after day of just being out there in the cold. Like you get a little brittle. So you just wonder if if some of this can be blamed on the weather. Of course, the Rays have the same weather and they're even less used to it, although they're all California boys. Uh, yeah. In this game, uh, you got uh, Pee Wiz hit another uh, home run, two run shot in this one. Uh, Schwindel continued his hitting streak. He had an eight gamer. Uh, did he get a hit tonight? Uh, he did. So now he has a nine game hitting streak, but Suzuki's ended. Suzuki's hitting streak ended at this point. Uh, Nico Horner tripled. That's how he was on third base. And, um, I don't know the, the end of the game. I really thought we had a chance, but they looked foolish against Kittredge, their closer. They look yeah. bad. I mean, that pitch that Ortega took like he do he almost dove out of the way on that strike three. He was right down the freaking middle. <laughs> I was like, bro, bro, you're gonna watch this and be so embarrassed. <laughs> right. Like, you know, you you gotta bring in donuts tomorrow for taking that pitch. Like that yeah. was, <laughs> what the hell? Yeah. So anything else to add about this one? I mean, it sucks to talk about losses. Like, so we might as well just talk about the last one. No, it it does suck to talk about losses, um, but we're going to be doing that a lot this year. Uh, they no, we're going to do it half the time. There's a 500 at, ball club, right? And everybody was really excited. You know, like it was it was kind of funny. Like even in the loss, people were still excited because it was it was it was what could be considered a fun loss because they didn't get beat and then just go away. You know, where you're just like, ah, fucking end this game. Nobody's doing anything. They kept hitting the ball and they kept scoring runs and doing stuff. And it looked good. 
It's just that, you know, Steel had given up too much at the top. And so they couldn't ever just all fight all the way back. So it was fun to see them play that way. But again, it's like, what this was the problem, right? We have no pitching. We have no pitching. We have to score five runs. We have to score six runs, seven runs to win because every other team is going to score four or five runs against our staff every game, it seems like. Yeah, and, and if it's not going to be against the starters, which we already knew were, weren't, we're not lights out, you know, with that, it's going to be against our, our bull penis, which is terrible. Um, also this just in, uh, Jack Pastrovic, Sean Newcomb to the Cubs because oh, is the that Cubs the... just traded shot. We're just doing nothing but breaking news out tonight. Show. Up? I mean, <laughs> is, we're getting, we're getting things before Marquis, like Marquis scrambling right now. And we're like, we're just like getting things from, <laughs> Getting things from our friends, being like, "Hey guys, we got we got some news." And meanwhile, I'm just screenshotting uh, stats so we can talk right. Of, of, this right is away great. About it. So okay, so Chavez actually had uh, a good outing, you know, uh, one good outing, two good outings, I think, and then you know looked okay, but he's been bad earlier this year. Um, yeah, and Sean Sean Newcomb, that's the Jedi guy, right? The the guy that. Has uh, I don't know, really likes Star Wars and shit. Like his his, I think his dog's named like Ben Kenobi or some shit. Well, let me see. I'm I'm on his. Uh, Maybe I'm wrong about that. In the chat, let the chat do this work. Yeah, he, he's chat. A lefty. What's what's he's Sean a, Newcomb's dog's name? <laughs> he's, a, he's a lefty. He used to start. He didn't for a while. Um, he hasn't had more than. 160 innings since 2018. I don't see how this particularly helps us. He throws with his left hand, which is probably better than Jesse Chavez. Although Jesse Chavez can give you multiple innings. I'm not sure that this, that uh, Newcomb can uh, 32 games, 32 innings in 2021. That does not sound like he can. Well, but a lot of that is just, how a manager uses a guy too. Yeah. He was DFA'd, which is how this trade ended up happening because it maybe Jesse oh, Chavez okay. was on his way for a, a DFA. He was gonna be so, DFA'd as well. So like, hey, let's well. just trade these clowns. You know, let's just let's let's make a little news for the blog guys. Um so I'm I'm looking up I'm looking up his stats. In fact we don't have to well, talk. While we're doing that, Kevin yeah, Ashworth Alex Anderson says, Are you thinking of Doolittle? That's Oh yes, I'm thinking of yeah. Doolittle. Sean Newcomb, Sean Doolittle. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, oh, I don't know. Then I don't know who the fuck Newcomb is. Uh, and also, <laughs> Angel Moreno, Angel Moreno writes in, it's almost 90 degrees here in California. Hey, fuck like you, right, Angel. <laughs> like right now? Yeah. And, yeah. It's, oh, but it, I guess it's two hours earlier. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, but why are you rubbing it in? It's like 40s. I'm like sitting here being like, so I'm freezing my ass off the last three days. And Angel's like, I don't know. I feel fine. I, yeah, it's snowed here earlier today. Listen, if I if, if I wanted to live in California, I live in California. I live in Chicago, and because I like complaining about weather, that's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> because we don't ever have to make small talk. Yeah. You just walk in. You don't have to like figure out anything to say. You just say the weather fucking sucks. Yeah, Kevin. Or, you know, there's like five days a year where everybody's high five and like the weather's great today. 
Kevin Ashworth writes in from Canada. Fuck your weather, California. <laughs> and Angel Moreno says, it's too hot. I agree. I agree. It's too hot. So you're too hot. Uh, I'm too cold. We're all miserable. We Cubs lost tonight. Um, we'll talk about Sean Cumbin saying I'll bring his stats. Yeah, 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 yeah. If anybody wants you, but let's get let's get through game three, uh, okay. and which is today just happened. Uh, because we got to talk about about Marcus Stroman. He was terrible. And and I'll talk about a little bit about what happened in the stands during his terribleness that was disconcerting. Uh, 4.1 innings, eight hits, eight runs, seven of them earned, two walks, seven Ks. So he was getting the strikeouts, uh, gave up the one home run uh, right away in the game. Was not a pretty outing for him. Didn't look comfortable to me. He kept kicking dirt out of his cleats. It was muddy. It rained the entire game. That was the same for the race. Right. But, but people react yeah. differently to different things. You know, yeah. like some people are like, I love it when it's muddy because I, you know, I, I can throw better for whatever weird reason. It's just in their head that they feel like, oh, I can throw better today. You know, yeah. that's the old like horse racing. You know, you get a mutter. And if it rains, that horse is somehow faster than the other horses for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. Like, you know, sometimes. Well, it's wearing galoshes. <laughs> That's probably why. So, uh, so this is a game that the Cubs kind of tried to climb back into, but they kind of got – was a risky business. I was sitting there in the stands, and uh, for all the Patreon people – I'm going to uh, be posting a bunch of shots from tonight because I moved around a lot uh, because there was nobody there. So I was right. like, oh, I'm going to take advantage of this. I got my camera, so I'll be posting a bunch of shots of tonight. I got some some great pictures of failure this evening, let me tell you. Um, you can't, just uh, can't wait till morning till Danny posts those. Um, so, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so Cubs with only the four hits, uh, but they took three walks. They had dudes on, and just it seemed just about every inning that they threatened that they were just like a big fly away from making something happen. Schwindel hit a double. That's how he uh, increased his uh, hitting streak there. Suzuki with two strikeouts and the one walk, uh, kind of uncharacteristic of him to see, watch. He, I think he watched one and swung at the other. I'm not totally sure. Um, so it was, wasn't great. Uh, the Cubs only scored the two runs, fell behind big early, and never could make up the ground. Three. Errors. They're tossing the ball around. It was not, I mean, we talked about the two lands five seconds ago. Dude, they got to clean this shit up because yeah, I'm they sorry. went, they went the first six games, I think with no errors. And it was like, Oh wait, they got something going here. And then, but since then it's, it's been bad. Yeah. They've been chucking the ball around. I don't know who got that error when the ball passed Schwindel, but it went past Schwindel. A lot of balls. Gomes is throwing down to second base. Those balls are going into the outfield. It wasn't a great throw by Gomes. I don't, you know, we haven't seen much of Gomes, so we don't know about his arm and stuff, but it was, they got to tighten it up. That was ugly tonight. And, and um, now let me, let me just say what I've heard in the stands. Okay. So first of all, to the idiot that just yells out uh, to um, uh, Jason Hayward, let's go, Hayward, you fucking bum. That's not really how cheering works, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he left. Just had a word. I left. I, I'm like, I can't stand this man. I, I, I want him dead. So he's like, he's like, 
And he's like, rah, 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 rah. this is the worst laugh in the world. There's a cough laugh. And I'm like, first of all, that's not funny. What you just said isn't funny. And second of all, don't call people bums who you want to do well. And Hayward is actually doing pretty well this yeah. year. Like, this is the wrong time to do it. Yeah. This guy's stuck in, like, some weird 4-3 four, four, mentality that we make fun of at other times. But, no, this is not how we're doing this. You suck as a fan. Go fuck yourself. The second uh, thing that I heard was a booze for Marcus Stroman. I'm like, dude is out there in the rain. It was not a good outing for him. You don't boo your own dude unless he's done something to deserve to get booed. Just being bad in a game that it's hard to pitch in when it's freaking raining sideways in the cold is not a time to boom. We just got him. He was fine the first game. He had one game where he blew up in the fourth inning. The Cubs are kicking it around. Like, are you watching well, the same game as me? Like, three errors the, behind him. He blew up in the fourth inning in Colorado. Now, I know this sounds like we're making every excuse for him, but the dude was in Colorado where anybody can have an inning like that. And tonight, it's raining. It's cold. It's shitty. And he, he ne- never had a handle on the ball. Never got what he wanted out of the ball. And trust me, he's he probably knows exactly what happened, and he's still more frustrated than any of us are. Yeah. No, he's and he's going to go in there, and he's going to work on it, and he's going to be better, and he's a good pitcher. He's got like a lifetime ERA in the threes. You know, so he's going to be lights out sometimes, and sometimes he's going to blow up. It did, well, did not look good. Did I enjoy sitting there watching him get his ass kicked? No. That's why I'm. That's why I left as soon as it started raining hard because I was like, "Well, this is over." And so, uh, but you know, come on, don't boo your guys unless they like talk smack about the fans. Then boo the crap out of them because yeah, they booed well, you. You don't you even. Back. You don't really even need to boo the opposing team just for being bad or being good. You know what I, I mean? Like it's it's like if they're a dick, go ahead. You know, like, uh, oh shit! What uh, the the guy from the Brewers, the fucking roid head, fish eyes? Oh yeah, uh, Ryan Braun. Ryan Braun. Ryan Braun's a dick. Like, yeah. I don't remember him being booed the way that he was booed until after the whole steroid thing, and then yeah. it was just every single time you boo him if you're in Wrigley because because you don't forget it. You know, yeah. like fuck that dude. Uh, but yeah, those are the guys that you boo. Like, yeah. uh, another player that either a he's on the other team and he, he he hits a home run, you don't boo him. You're annoyed, but you can't boo a home run. And then if they're doing bad, that's actually good for you. So again, you don't boo him. Yeah. Well, anyway, that was a public service announcement. Now we're going to take a quick commercial break, and we're going to come right back, talk about it. We're going to take some uh, maybe some questions or comments from the, the chat. We'll talk a little bit about a couple things going on in the MLB, and um, then we'll we'll tell you about the Pirates series coming up. Uh, we got f- four games with the Buckos that we'll we'll talk about. But first, here's a commercial for our Patreon. This is how we put the show on. It's for the Patreon supporters. If you're not one, you should be one. It's only a dollar a month. There's perks at every level. You can get the pictures tomorrow if you join Patreon. So do it and uh, just stick with us. We'll be right back. 
All over Chicagoland, there are thirsty, frazzled, overworked Cubs podcasters who are struggling to survive one more baseball season in the dog-eat-dog world of unpaid content creation. But it doesn't have to be this way. You can make a difference. Become a super ranter at patreon.com slash sunranto, where your support ensures that poor, sad, pathetic, ugly, loser Cubs podcasters can pay for tickets and beer, and in turn, line the pockets of the baseball agarch Ricketts family. Just $1 a month can buy a scorecard. $5 a month can pay for guitar strings to write a Cubs song. And $10 a month almost buys one beer at Wrigley Field. Cubs content creators are the lowest pieces of pond scum garbage that slither over the face of this planet. But super ranters help them get drunk and screw off at baseball games. What do you get out of it? The Sun Ranto Show, delivered to your podcatcher without stupid advertisements like the one you're seeing and hearing right now. Plus, at other Super Rancher levels, you can get Cubs music, access to private Sun Ranto pages, the Ranter calendar, and special thanks and Ranter recognition in our live broadcasts, plus eligibility for monthly prizes. What does Sun Ranto get out of it? Your money. For tickets and beer. Go to patreon.com slash sunranto. That's patreon.com slash sunranto. And become a super ranter today. Glad we took that little break. It is 420 after all, you know. Um, so, it is. Yeah. Happy Earth Day. Happy Earth Day, everybody. Happy Earth Day. And happy Rally Titties Day, too. I, we're going to talk that, about that a little bit uh, later on. Uh, because Rally Titties Day was actually a Tuesday. Very important day in, in ranter lore. Uh, let's take a couple uh, comments from the chat. I, I, was, I was thinking the other day that we should do this. Like a lot of these go by and I don't catch them all. Um, I, I, uh, here's a question from uh, Angel Moreno. He said, uh, do you guys uh, interact with the Chigo guys, the CHGO guys uh, from that pod? I do know all of them, I think, uh, Cody and Corey and Ryan and Luke. oh, there's there's like twenty of them. You don't know all yeah. of them. Yeah, <laughs> Prancer, yeah. Dancer, Vixen, Comet, Cupid. I know them all. Um, no, that really cool guys. Have you know we've all the Cub fans were we're kind of like a small but close knit community, and we all know each other. So uh, yeah, we do interact with them. That being um, said, they get paid, so they go to better restaurants. Yeah, they get paid, so so we don't see them. That, which is why we have that Patreon commercial. So that, <laughs> right. So that, that Patreon, the, the, yeah. the ugly, disgusting, you know, like new media guys. Yeah. They, you know, those, those guys, uh, they drive better cars. They, they, they're better looking. I mean, they, I, you know, we know them, but yeah, they but may we, not know but, us, but we would rather be them <laughs> is really, really what it comes down to. Um, uh, Terry E says Ryan Braun deserves a little <clears throat> needling. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> nice. wow. I like Good it. One, Terry. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, uh, fan. Um, uh, Robert Sanchez says had to close the store. Discuss the trade that just went down yet. Nope. <laughs> we're we're going to do it right now. So let's get to it. Uh, if Robert, if the store is closed, uh, then, um, Good timing because let's talk about our our new guy, 
Oh, man, this is so exciting. I can't believe he's finally on the team. Sean Newcomb. Sean Not Doolittle. Yeah, Sean Not Doolittle. All right, so let's take a look at his stats. So far with Atlanta this year, in three games, he's pitched five innings, so that means he can give us multiples in the same way that Jesse Chavez can, except that he's going to be doing it with his left hand. Um, he's good, but it it just doesn't look good. 720 earned run average in those five innings. Four of the runs are earned, small, small sample size, but um, four strikeouts in five innings to go with four walks. That's not great. Um, ERA plus of 61. Uh, well, maybe he's getting hurt by his FIP. Not really. 645. It's actually lower than his ERA. Well, you know, he he looked like he was going the right direction until COVID. And then uh, from that point on, it's it's been a lot worse. You know, but even last year, he had a 473 ERA, a 94 ERA plus. So that's not, I mean, obviously you don't want a guy under 100, but it's not like he was, it's not like the 43 he posted in 2020 or the 61 he's at now, you know, so. I think we can all safely say that adding Sean Newcomb to this team doesn't really change the team all that much or improve us. It, uh, it does in that I really liked cheering jesse chavez <laughs> i really did so yeah, it changes it a little bit it for changes me it for the worse uh no <laughs> but he's got a, a 95 fastball four seamer he's got an 89 cutter that's he's, he's got an 89 off-speed pitch yeah it, well cutter <laughs> i guess is an off-speed pitch i guess people are pe- well yeah it's, but people are gonna be i mean just jealous as hell of that yeah, guy what's the difference between a cutter and a cut fastball you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's, I mean. It's good. It's a fastball with movement. Let's right. call it It's that. a fastball with movement. It does go slower, so it is off speed, but I yeah. don't know. Well, yeah, and it's got, and he does mix in a curveball at 79 and a slider at 87. And it and I'm just reading his Brooks baseball page here. It says his four-seam fastball is basically never swung at and missed. <laughs> Great. Compared to others, <laughs> this is going to go wonderfully. <laughs> that, that, is not, that is not the scouting report you want to read. Well, everybody misses. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just want to get, get on one of these pages and be like, this man is terrible and shouldn't be pitching in the major league. <laughs> it's, but it. it but he's it's 95, so it's blazing fast, has less arm side movement than typical. His cutter is blazing fast. Like, what do you mean blazing fast? I guess it's kind of fast for a cutter. I mean, 89, he's an extreme fly ball pitcher. That's not good in Wrigley. It can be. I it mean. Depends. Yeah, it just it, you just don't know. Right. So, interested to hear everybody's thoughts on this in the chat. Um who do we got here so far? Um, uh, one thing that's worth mentioning from this is from Jack. Uh, one thing worth mentioning is that he's not a free agent till 2025. So they must see something to, I mean, he used to start. He's a lefty. Is this a smiley situation? He seemed to have missed a lot of time. I didn't look into his injuries. If anybody wants to look into that and post it in the chat, um, that would be, that'd be fine. Um, so uh, yeah, they got, I guess you'd take what you had of Chavez that you'd only had well, this year. You, you had Chavez for contract. one year. Yeah. Get, and then, yeah. 
Well, and like I said, prior to 2020, when the world went to shit, he was moving up. He was getting better. He had 101 and like 105, and then he was at like 140 ERA plus. Like he was getting better. Things were going well. And then he lost his shit in 2020, which plenty of guys did. He only pitched in a few games, it looks like. Uh, and then last year, what, he is 2 and 0, 473. Like, I don't know. He just didn't pitch a lot. So he's a reclamation project, probably. Or maybe they just kept sending him down to AAA. I don't, I yeah, don't know that, exactly. That looks like it, too. No, uh, that looks like it was more of a AAA thing. Um, yeah. Right, so, right, right, right shoulder inflammation. This could be a pitch lab special. fucking special right here. All right, here's here's our Jake Arrieta. Jake Arrieta just happened, and it's Sean Newcomb. And I'm not going to call him Newcomb. But, you know, Don Newcomb was a hell of a pitcher, so maybe he's just like that. <laughs> it's Don Newcomb's illegitimate love child. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so, let's see, Angel Moreno says, uh, I listen to Cubs on tap, Cubs brawl onto Waveland. Uh, Waveland. Uh, the rant live and others I can find, but you guys are my favorite. Well, thanks on hell. Thanks on hell. That's well, and and awesome. also is it on hell or angel? Because I don't know. Yeah, we could be fucking that up, but yeah. well, that, that would it, be par for the course. Well, if I say it in Spanish, it's on hell. If I say yeah. it in English, it's angel. So that's all I'm saying. And if you and if you say it in idiot, it's angle. <laughs> <laughs> right, I got some stats for you. Uh, so oh, I, hold on, Kevin Ashworth oh. wants to know what you're drinking. Oh, uh, I have. Oh, I love this this wine. I Malbec from Alamos. It's a great nice. wine. It's from Argentina. I'm a big fan of fan of Malbecs. Malbec. from Argentina. Malbec. Okay. It's it's a heavier wine, a little darker, little little more syrupy. I I like this one. I want a dark wine on a rainy night like tonight, and on a like a summer day. People hate me for this, but I'll get a Pinot Noir and I'll put some damn ice cubes in it. <laughs> like it's a grape juice. If you're like, what are you doing? I'm like, eh, I like grape, dr- grape drink. Grape drink. But yeah, uh, and and I had first off, I had a compensation. They were asking me. <laughs> no, they were asking me too. Compensation oh. English mild ale. I'm kidding. Pretty good. Dark beer. And now I'm drinking Guinness because I'm out of that. Yeah, that sucks when you're out of the one beer and you, that you really liked it, and then you got to go to the back of the fridge. Like, what do we have left? They're like, we have this from St. Patty's Day. I guess I'll drink this. <laughs> like, like I, I got some like freaking neon green, freaking tropical bottled thing from a party this summer that nobody has touched in my fridge, and I'm like just <laughs> waiting for somebody to be like, "Oh, I love these." Never happens. Um. All right. Uh, I got, uh, you know, our good friend, uh, Michael Cerami has been on the show many, many times. Uh, and I used to do outside the Ivy with him. Great guy, great friend. And um, he, he tweeted out some stats today uh, that he took down from um, uh, fan graphs. So check this out. He it's the 20, some 2022 Chicago Cubs offensive rankings. Uh, average of 266, this is as of this morning, uh, third in Major League Baseball. OBP of 349, second in Major League Baseball. Slugging 437, that kind of surprised me, f- uh, fourth. WRC plus 
of 126. That is second. Yeah. They, K-rate, I mean, K-rate, that's the 10th best, 20%. So rate, what you're saying, Danny, is that Jed finally fixed the offense. Seems so, except for we're 500 ball club. I mean, <laughs> except for we're one game over yeah, 500 yeah, and we've exactly. been there all year. Uh, K-rate, 20%. Walk rate, about 10%. That's 12th in the league. Still, these are like top half of the league kind of stats. Okay, but but Kevin Ashworth makes a point. Uh, Suzuki is responsible for so much of this. Suzuki is so good. He is literally raising all of that into these sort of like crazy levels. Like we're looking at it as a team. It does look great. Well, but, especially, especially with this next stat, which is the O swing, uh, 28%, which is, <laughs> which is swing. I, I only have about 28% success rate on the O swing myself. <laughs> well, we're, we're seventh in it and it, and it means uh, swinging at balls outside the zone. And then Z contact is making contact on balls inside the zone. 86 rate 86 percent that's sixth whiff rate of 10 percent which is uh fifth best oh geez there's there's a lot to get to I, I, the only problem is I, i'm gonna go to the next set launch angle oh god not, i fucking hate this yeah but like this, i i just i hear launch angle and i want to fucking i want to like fall down on the floor and go to sleep yeah but this is the problem that we have the highest ground ball rate in the mlb and the lowest average launch angle, which is 6%. So you're hitting into more, to more double plays. <laughs> the launch angle is 6? <laughs> I'm not. Wait. So, so 0 is straight, right? So launch angle 6. Yeah, isn't, isn't that right to the pitcher? <laughs> the pitcher's just like, oh, thanks. Well, exactly, which is, what, which is the problem. <laughs> so uh, uh, double plays. And it's going to neuter the hard contact percentage rate. And that is true. We've seen that with Wilson Contreras hitting into a couple really hard hit double plays. Um, but they're a top 10 consensus is what he says. They're a top 10 offense except for that. Now, I don't think we should be swinging up because that's going to ruin all that contact, all that other stuff that they're doing well. So, it's that zigzag thing. I just think it's worth talking about because when I think about the contact versus power thing, I'm like that meme of can't we have both? <laughs> you know, right? Like, I mean, we, we have can't like have both. We got your three, four, five hitter that pound the ball and everybody else just gets on freaking base. Like, how is this so hard to understand? Right. We we've got Wilson Contreras. We've got Patrick Wisdom, and we know Patrick Wisdom is is nothing but a hard hitter like it's it's a strikeout or a home run right or a double apparently because he hits like he hit five of them in Colorado but yeah that's I mean that's the theme and Suzuki actually has both right he can do either and he also gets on base at a high rate just through walks like he's got a great zone those are the three guys literally that you need if you put them in the right spot in the lineup, you know what I mean? If you put them behind some guys that are getting on and they have that opportunity to come through because sometimes you get pitched around or they don't give you shit to hit because they know the next guy they're going to get the, the ground ball from sort of thing. Yeah. It's, 
everybody likes to break this game down into numbers and then act like it's it the paper makes everything make sense. These guys are actively working against each other, making this. This is the fucking hardest. Change game the numbers. There like there will be new numbers tomorrow. Like that's what people, <laughs> yeah. that's what people don't understand. They're like, oh, he always <laughs> does this, and I was like, fifty-five percent, blah blah blah. I'm like, well, not tomorrow. He does it, or maybe not today. And and granted, you can see things, and it's interesting because we I've talked to a lot of people about, it, including Michael Cerami, about what he considers a predictive stat versus what he considers to be like a uh, a, a a back looking kind of stat where it, yeah. where it doesn't matter what he did then you know like how many home runs did he hit when he was 32 <laughs> you know like and now he's 48 you know well obviously not going to hit any now cuz he's 48 now <laughs> <laughs> because he's 48 and he's a pitcher apparently a left-handed yeah. <laughs> a left-handed reliever but you you know what I'm saying. It's just like what a stat. It, what stats are indicative of something that you could I don't know sound smart at a party bin. Like I think he's about ready to come out of his out of his shell, and then he does. He hits like 50 doubles in the next month or something like that. You know, and you know. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. The, and, and that's actually a really good question, Danny. And I mean. Obviously, you don't remember, or else you'd be telling us which ones he said, or maybe he didn't tell you which ones. I don't know. I mean, uh, I think you could say some. I, no, I do remember. It's it's oh, it's that okay. hard hit. It's that hard hit rate stuff. Okay, like, <laughs> I knew you were gonna guy, say that. If the guy's hitting the ball hard, it's they're gonna fall in. And I kind of think that's right. And I kind of think it's not right if you bat with your left from the left side because there, there's got five guys standing in left field for you. Right. What I what I hate about the hard hit stuff, obviously. We all want to hit the ball hard. Duh. That's stupid. You know, that's just, that's been the case the entire existence of baseball. They, are they doing it? Yeah. Hitting but they are. Bad luck is a thing. It, it is a thing. But what I hate is when they talk about it incessantly, like, oh, that was 116 off the bat. Yeah, well, guess what? It went right to the fucking left fielder. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it's still an out. Shut yeah. the fuck up. Let's hit him. You know, talk hit. about that yeah. later. Talk about it some other time. Like there's still outs like, oh, a 390 foot shot right there. Yeah, that's an out. That's an out. They're all outs like hard hit is I get it that it, there is some sort of a predictor there. It yeah. feels like it's it's just being used too much, right? There's something else going on there as well. And I don't think that we're getting all the info. And so everybody just tries to take something super complicated and they're like, well, he hit it at 115 miles per hour. So I would assume that would be a fair ball and safe. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, well, I just watched it and it was an out. So yeah. You know, take your 115 and go eat yeah. shit until the 115 does good for us. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 uh, frustrating. Um Suzuki was named the player of the week, so that's exciting. Uh and he said that he didn't he hasn't really looked too much into the things that we're talk we were just talking about, which is a lot of the ins and outs of the stats of some of these pitchers and th getting into the maybe the math of it. 
uh, of where it would be. And he actually just studied their deliveries. Yeah, he's he's watching tape. He's just watching tape. Good old school tape. <laughs> he's watching tape and he's getting out there and he's looking at stuff and he's finding stuff. And, and, and look, I may come off as a curmudgeon sometimes about these numbers or whatever. The numbers absolutely have their place and you need to take them into, uh, into account, but you also need to take them into context. And that's where I feel like a lot of times we just, they're, they're taking them out of context to, to say something that maybe is not there. And at the same time, they downplay what Suzuki's doing. The numbers are happening. They're just happening in his head in a different way. He's looking at something and he's finding something in the tape or when he's facing a guy. And the great players have always done it without benefit of, you know, all, all, you know, the spin rates and all these other things to try and figure it out. And honestly, the numbers are there for him when he needs them. I'm it, that just makes me absolutely more excited about the guy because he's just like, I'm seeing it already. And then I'm going to find out, I can find out the numbers later that just back up what I'm already seeing. You know, tons of people take a multivitamin, including me. I take not just a multivitamin, but extra vitamin D uh, because I live in Chicago and don't get a lot of sun. And uh, I take uh, probiotics and, uh, you know, I I must take sometimes five, six pills a day, uh, especially during the winter. Vitamin C, zinc. Uh, Anyway, there's a a better solution for that. uh, And it's one delicious scoop of athletic greens. Um, You're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, and whole food sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. It's a special blend of ingredients, and it helps to support your gut health, the nervous system, immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. And it's lifestyle-friendly, adapting to a wide range of diets. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no chemicals or artificial anything. Plus, it costs less than $3 a day. How much do my 17,000 vitamins cost? Probably more than that. It's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially during cold and flu season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills like I take and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash sports drink. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash sports drink to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Do it today. The Sun Ranto Show is also brought to you by ColorCast. ColorCast is a live audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and use. You can talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Share your own experiences on the app. And guess what? Sunranto Show is a part of it. You can go download ColorCast, follow Sunranto Show, and the show you're listening to right now, 
directly after it, we went on, we went on Colorcast, and we had a great time over there. And we just we kept on going with the show on Colorcast. And uh, you can join the room. All you got to do is follow us on Ranto Show. Here's what you got to do, actually. Download the ColorCast app. It's free in the iOS store. Create a profile. Link your Twitter. Join the Baseball League. Follow Sun Ranto Show. And you're going to be notified when my room goes live. And uh, we're going to be going live after every single live show this month, at the very least, uh, until the season gets started, directly after the Sun Ranto Show. So... Check it out. It's a really cool app. And uh, join on up. I also want to add, too, is that if you were a Patreon subscriber, uh, you would be getting a copy of our conversation on the ColorCast app. That would be an addendum to the normal podcast that you're listening to now. So there is more Sun Ranto show that you're just not getting because you're not a Patreon member. Also, <laughs> you had to listen to a ColorCast app uh, ad and an Athletic Reads ad, which the Patreon uh, subscribers did not so, your choice. In the meantime, download ColorCast. Listen to us over there. It's a lot of fun. Today's episode of the Sun Ranto Show is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink, spelled like sports drink but without vowels. Sportsdrink. All we ask is that you close the door behind you. We're trying not to let the funk out. Sportsdrink. Yeah. Exactly. It's because you're looking backwards. Like you're explaining the almost explaining the past of what a guy did or or is uh, with his numbers. But you're not necessarily predicting what he'll do in the future. Although a lot of the times he's kind of that guy always. <laughs> Excuse me. You know what I mean? So um that's how I just made the weirdest noise of all time. Like, <laughs> it's like <laughs> So everybody's going to rewind that play back to me. Uh, the other thing that I, I thought was interesting, very Cubs related, is uh, our man, Jake Arrieta, finally hanging it up. I mean, this is a case of probably should have done this a while ago. You know. Who do you think is going to help him move? <laughs> I, think he, yeah. I don't know. It's, he's, he's the one with the moving company. You think he would know. No, but honestly, like, as – as badly as it ended with Jake, which it didn't end like personally badly, he just pitched poorly and got and they had to release him and he went to the Padres and they had to release him and just not it didn't he was it was over right. and he tried to hang on, which why not? You're that guy. You're going to try to spend as much time in the bigs if somebody's willing to give you a contract, you're going to take it. But you know, before Jake Day turned into Joke Day. Yeah, that was, I mean, honestly, some of the best, I mean, the filth, the filth that man threw the dot. I mean, we, we, we identified it on the show. We were like, all they have to do is not swing at it. (laughs) They will walk. I mean, in his, one of his no hitters, he like walked nine or something like something terrible. like Against Cincinnati, right? Yeah. So they didn't know what to do. It was like that game when, um. What's his name? The guy at LSD pitched the no hitter. 
Oh, uh, Doc. Uh, Doc Ellis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doc Ellis, yeah. They're just like, well, they didn't know where I was going because that ball just did crazy, crazy <laughs> shit. Right. And uh, he won the Cy Young, and he was just freaking awesome. And that was the greatest trade in Cubs history where he came over with Pedro Strope. Oh, my God. Yeah. When you, it's like, oh, my God. When you add in Strope to that, like, I mean, obviously, Jake came in. Jake was in 2014, at the end of 2014, under the tutelage of Chris Basio, was starting to show. He was going six and seven innings of no-hit ball, like, a lot of his starts, like you were watching him a lot in 2014. Nobody else was watching him, right? Because the team sucked. But he was one of those guys that after he came over, you started to see something. And he was one of those guys that made you go, oh, oh, wait. The Cubs are on to something. The Cubs really might be turning it around. And then, of course, in 2015, 2016, like 2015 was one of the greatest you know, second halves of his season you'd ever see anywhere. You yeah. know, it was amazing. People are commenting um, in the chat right now. Bernie, Baron. By the way, Bernie, thank you so much for the beer the other night when we were calling the game on Monday. Bernie Venmoed me 25 bucks so I could buy a round. And oh, I that's did, awesome. And I didn't. I made, I made Crawley buy it, which is why he's not here today. He's still mad about it. So <laughs> I didn't give him the money. I just pocketed that shit. It was great. Um, uh, Angel Moreno says the best Jake moment was the three run shot off a of mad bum. And, oh, it was uh, in the, in, in the, the NLDS. NLDS. Yeah. It, the, the only frustrating part about it is they eventually lost that game, but that was, I mean, obviously, no, you didn't. know, I love, uh, homers by pitchers. What? I they didn't lose that game. I think they did. No, no, that was the game they won. And then they okay. were about to lose the next game in San Francisco, and then they managed to win it at the end. That's the Ben Zobris double in the um, – when they won it in the ninth, they were down 5-2, and then they came back. Okay. For some reason, I, I was thinking that that Jake home run ended with a loss on that day, but yeah. I, I could easily be thinking of a different game. It was a long time ago. It was like yeah. seven years well, ago. That's what I'm saying. It's it's not 108 years, but it's still like getting to it. <laughs> I know. We're, we're we're crawling up on a decade here, and we're still fucking talking about this team. Well, I'll and, always I'll always remember John Pickus being like, "What are we gonna do?" When he was all drunk, look, look yeah. at just look at those flags flying there in the distance. <laughs> like oh, yeah, pretty much, that's that's the plan. David David Elliott says uh, people used to bitch. Because Ichiro Suzuki had so many infield hits. Like, his hits were less valuable because they didn't leave the infield. Who cares? He hit the ball and got on base. That is baseball at its he most basic level. Yeah. Right. Now, now, if you want a guy like Ichiro on your team, you put him where you should put him so that you have a great place for a guy who's just on base all the time to be in front of. Yeah. So Just don't put him on base in front of a ground ball hitter. Who's going to now hit into a double play? Well, and, and what sucks is that a guy like Ichiro hitting those balls, you're going to have the stat head saying, well, that's not sustainable. Yeah. 
you know, and, and that's where the paper gets in front of the person. Yeah. You have to look at who you have. And uh, sometimes it works out. I mean, uh, we're talking about Jake here over 15 and 16, how dominant he was. Uh, he got a $126 million offer that he ended up going somewhere else for or whatever he did. I can't remember what his contract was, but it wasn't predictive. You know, it it wasn't predictive in that situation. And, and I think, I don't know, maybe somebody in the Cubs front office knew that. Well, that is the perfect segue to the last topic of this section of the show. Then we're going to preview the, do a commercial and preview the pirates. Um, And that's the, the, because Jake was good. And then he was bad and ugly. So this is a little bit of good, bad, and ugly. And I I love going to the MLB shop because there's always new Cubs gear. Like, that is one thing I will say. They they are giving the designers work. Like, these – now, it's it's not always great. Like, if you ever look at high fashion – like, I used to live in New York City, and they used to do these things called sample sales where you would buy – you could go to a special place and you could buy – the high fashion items that were in fashion shows, like that the models wore, like didn't really work out for me because I'm not model size person. <laughs> so, <laughs> but, but I had friends who were, and they would go down there and find some great stuff. Um, but it was weird clothes. Now, where'd you get that? Well, I got it at the sample sale. Everybody knew what it was. Well, MLB, I think they're employing some of these, these weird clothes people because uh, something that I really like, and here's the good, I'm going to put it up there. This hat is sold out. So you can't even buy it. Um, Michael, what do you think of this hat? And, and uh, do you want to describe it to the podcast listeners or do you want me to? Uh, the, the thing that jumped out at me right away was that there's a big league chew pin attached to the top of it. I don't know if that actually comes with the hat or not. but It's, the thing it's just a pin. That's, yeah, but it's weird that they're selling a hat with a pin on it. Well, there's also a patch with it's like a BLC kind of all like NY New York Yankees style where I was like, kind of wondering about that as well. So is it, I mean, that could go anyway. It could be LBC, you know, it could be long beach, California. It can be, uh, you know, uh, and please comment on the chat in the chat on this hat. It's a flat brim fitted hat. It's got a pink brim light. Blue now hat. is it, is that pink or is it just a bad picture and it's red? If it's red, it's I actually like this. If it's pink, no, I, I don't like pink. this. I think it's chewing gum pink. You, Ooh, know, like, you think that's the big league chew chewing gum pink? Yeah, mm. I do. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with no on this. Uh, we got Bernie saying ugly. We got guy serious uh, fugly. <laughs> he went yeah. full on fugly. That's the uh, the bass player of uh, Bleacher Bum Band, by the way. Yeah, see, so he's going to hate it when I wear it, it on stage. <laughs> I'm just hoping it's a bad picture. If that's a red bill, if that's red instead of pink, no, it's. Pink. I think I'm good with this hat. But yeah, well, no, it's pink and it's pink. The, that's not good. Now the logo is <laughs> it, it's the the nineteen the fourteen. Ardvark, as Danny calls it, yeah, the the bear holding the bat incorrectly. 
I am fascinated by that logo. I'm like, I, I understand that you paid nothing for somebody to design that logo. It's probably like they probably got it from orphan children. This is like 1912. They're like, hey, we'll take this drawing that this poor orphan that died yesterday made um, after he <laughs> came out of the mine with black lung. You know, oh, it, it just fucking dawned on me. BLC, Big League Chew. Are you fucking serious? Yeah, I did not just, fucking I, get that. Did I not mention that before? No, you did say it, and I and I noticed the pin, and yet I was sitting here this whole time looking at it. I'm like, what the fuck is Dude, Well, what have you been doing this for, 20? <laughs> it's partially because you don't know. Like, if you take that big league chew pin off there, they don't know it. You don't know what order those letters are supposed to go in. You don't. You don't. You know, it could be LBC, it could be CBL, it could be BLC. I mean, a BLC is a great sandwich. <laughs> Bacon, lettuce, and <laughs> cheese. Carrots. I don't know. Carrots. Carrots. Yeah. Now, here's the good. Uh, here's the here's late uh, stage Jake here in pat form. <laughs> oh my also, goodness! That's also, the also a big league chew ad. This one, by the way, is still in stock, so you can pick it up if you like. <laughs> The other one okay. Is if okay, so for the podcast listeners, it is a uh, a watermelon. It is green with red stripe, pink like bubblegum pink stripes, a bubblegum pink uh C cub C on it. Uh yeah, and it looks like a it it looks like somebody put a pink bill on a watermelon and now they want you to put it on your head. Yeah. So, uh, unsurprisingly, uh, nobody bought this hat. It is a very, <laughs> a very available. Honestly, Danny, this is the exact type of hat I expect you to find for like $5 somewhere, and you would wear it and just love driving well, people would. nuts. With I it. would love to wear this hat, but you're right. It would be a $5 hat. I believe <laughs> it doesn't even say watermelon in the corner. There, if you could see on the left side of the hat, as you're, or actually on the right side of the hat as you're facing the hat, um, not, not stage left hat. <laughs> hey, I work in the theater. I have to explain things in certain ways, you know, that I'm used to. Uh, but, uh, no, that's, uh, it's an ugly, it's an ugly. Bernie, ugly. Bernie says, I like to see. Yeah. Well, at least it has a C on it. Yeah. It's just the one. It's like, yeah, take the C, get rid of the rest of it. Yeah. This would be one of the sample sale kind of situations. So, um, once again, hashtag chance in the chat, uh, and you could win a Frank Chance postcard and not this hat. You could, you'd rather win this, I think, than that. You'd, you'd rather win Frank. that and staple it to your forehead. Yeah, than wear that hat. Uh, so uh, we're going to take a quick commercial ba- break, come back and talk about the Pirate Series we just faced not too long ago. So, like, you might remember how they are. They stink. And – um, Eric Ginter, where's the grape flavor? Yeah, why, they, they got why cherry. Did they stop, why did they stop after two? Well, I, just be glad I didn't bring the red one on this show. It's red and white. Looks like it's, it's straight cardinal red. That one too. Oh my god! Yeah, it's like yeah. I didn't even show that one. So, but I did drop the link in the chat. So if you want to buy it uh, and look at the red one, or there's a purple one too. Like no, they the first one I like. The other ones I don't, but uh, we're gonna we're gonna just play a quick commercial for Sun Rancho shopping. If you have anything to buy, uh, I mean, you just saw you two great hats. 
Yeah, you just saw two great hats. You could buy them or a lot of other shit you could buy, (laughs) according to this commercial. Be right back. If you're like most Americans, you buy shit. Lots of shit. Sometimes you buy shit for other people. Sometimes you buy shit for yourself. And sometimes you buy shit you have to buy just to stay alive. So why not buy shit through the Sunranto affiliate links at sunranto.com slash shopping. We've got tons of shit you can buy. Go to sunranto.com, click on the shopping link, then click our ads and buy shit. We've got Amazon. They've got tons of shit. But you can also buy MLB shit, NBA shit, NFL shit, Fan's Ed shit, Southwest Airlines shit, Fanatic shit, Reebok shit, Wine of the Month shit, Beer of the Month shit, Bear Mattress shit, StubHub shit, Lid shit, Sports Memorabilia shit, Volcanica Coffee shit, Vibrator shit, Condom shit, Bag shit, NHL shit, and Audible Membership shit. There's a whole lot of shit that can help the Sun Ranto Show stay on the air so we can keep talking shit. So buy shit today through sunranto.com slash Shopping. Thanks. Cubs Jesus thinks you're the shit. All right. I'm back. Uh, Cubes fan is grabbing another beer, but we uh, start getting, he, he always prides himself on getting back in time. I hear that uh, the, the doors opening and closing, squeaking. Oh, you didn't. No, I'm late. You didn't make it. Um, Damn it. So- I, had to, I had to run to the uh, to the porch fridge. I got a fridge on my porch that has the beer in it. In Chicago, <laughs> in Chicago that's just called your porch. You don't need <laughs> a fridge because mostly it's going to stay cold out there. Oh, no. The fridge, I just put it out there because I cleaned my garage on the one nice day last week. And then I put the fridge out there. It is not plugged in. It just has beer in it. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's been staying cold. So we faced the Pirates already. We split two with them. Uh, we won two to one. We lost six to two. So the run differential will tell a different story than a split. Um, yeah, they're, they're not a great team, but I would call them an up-and-coming team. Like they, It's not like they have nobody. Anymore. Where are they at in the standings right now? Because the I, I literally – I believe they're in fourth. Last I looked, they were in fourth. And the I, I looked the other day, and they had the same uh, record as the Cubs. And they were they were listed in fourth, but they were the same record as the Cubs. I'm looking it up right now. I don't think that's true anymore, but I'm just saying. Pittsburgh right now is in fourth place. We're in third. We're six and six at 500. Uh, Cincinnati, two and 11. I can't wait to have Billy DeVore on, back on this show from the new Nasty Boys Reds podcast where I just like laugh in his face. They have lost nine in a row. Did we know nine, that? Nine, nine times they've lost. Um, they're already six and a half back of St. Louis, who is uh, seven to three, and Pittsburgh is five and seven. Just a game behind the Cubs, who are six and six. So um, they're not doing too terribly. I think that the Pittsburgh Pirates have a surprise season in them soon. I don't – this might be the one because they went 500 or something. I, w- I was just going to say third place is going to be a surprise season for yeah, Pittsburgh. I'm not, yeah, exactly. I'm not going to say a surprise season like they won the World Series and everybody thought they would lose 100 games. Like it's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that the Pittsburgh Pirates will surprise everybody by doing better than what we thought they would do. You know, but Danny, any more – Third place might get you into the fucking end of season tournament, which is what I'm calling it now because it is no longer the playoffs. It is the end of season tournament. All the kids play. 
uh, in their own respective leagues and half of them get to go and play a little more. Yeah. Uh, th- no, that is what we're facing now. It's uh, l- there, you, you, and which is a different calculation for all these teams about how they are going to compete. Like, are you going to go for the tournament or are you going for the show? The, the end of the year show, the world series, like, you know, I like- honestly think as of this year, the, um, the division titles are just a little bit below the World Series. You know, it's it's like in basketball for, uh, you know, March Madness. You can win your Big Ten season and you're the Big Ten champ, but then you can win the Big Ten tournament and also be the Big Ten champ, even though you might have been one of the worst teams in the league, like, or in the conference. Um, and that's how this is now. It's like, the World Series champ is clearly that's great, but really they only won a tournament. They didn't necessarily prove that maybe they were the best team in the league. I'd be worried about this Pirates team this year. And when I'm looking at their season so far, they lost two of three to the Cardinals. Then we split with them. Then they won three of four from the Nationals. And then they got swept by the Brewers, but not terribly. They lost six to one, five to two, and four to two. So maybe the first game you could say was a was more of a a, a good, you know. Wait, did you say six to one, five to one, six to one, five to two, and four to two? They lost. I don't know. That's pretty terrible. I mean, I mean <laughs> they're not they're not scoring runs. You know, but, right. yeah, is is what it is. But what I'm saying, they beat the Nationals though. And the Nationals are also <laughs> crappy, too. I mean, they're not supposed to be good. They sold off all their players. And it kind of dawned on me the other day that besides the Brewers in the first two games of the season, we haven't really played anybody that good either. So, you know. The the best team the Cubs have played so far are the Rockies, and the Rockies are terrible. Like, yeah, and meanwhile, the uh, Pirates have played the Cardinals, us, the Nationals, who are bad, and then the Brewers, and end up with a record pretty much like ours. But uh, no, they don't score a lot of runs. They scored nine runs a couple times, but yeah, it's it's not. Uh, they're, but they're an up and coming team. Artie Boucher says he thinks they might come in third this year. Um, so uh, possible. The, yeah, it it could be because it's a race of the bottom, I mean, especially if you think of the Cubs as continuing to be sellers. I was going to say, you know what? The worst part about the Pirates being third is that the Cubs are then fourth because I don't think the Cubs are going to be first or second. Yeah. So uh, let's take a look at the weather for this week. Uh, it's better. Not great, but better. Uh, Saturday looks awesome. 74 degrees and sunny on Saturday. Uh, 65 degrees and uh, for the night game on Thursday. The rest of them are 120 starts. And it, but it looks like rain on Friday and Sunday. So I, I think I'm going to go tomorrow night. That should be fun. Sunday I'm going to go too, but that looks a lot like tonight did, with which is pretty wet, and um, just not, not really looking forward to to that particular game. Um, who who are uh, well? I'm looking forward to the game. I'm just not looking forward to being wet. So uh, game one, it looks like we're going to have Bryce Wilson 
who's a 24-year-old righty. He's pitched 8.1 innings so far in two games. He's got a he's got four strikeouts in those eight innings, so not real good in a 5.40 ERA. Anthony Rizzo has two homers off of him, but he's not on the Cubs anymore. And uh, <laughs> we don't have a four starter still, as we mentioned earlier in the show. So it's going to be Mark Light Him Up Lighter, which besides nepotism, I don't know how this guy has a job. Hold on, hold on. Didn't Mark Lighter get sent back down? Oh yeah. But he's back. Wait, but I thought they have a rule against that now. Like, oh, it's not, it's not, de- it's not sending them down. It's the, it's the going to Illinois. Okay. So uh, no, they they got there is a rule that's like five times you can send people up and down. Um, <laughs> they're gonna burn that in the first month with yeah with yeah. Al Leiter's illegitimate love child. So, uh, Mark Leiter, not real good. 3.1 innings pitched, seven runs on five hits, four walks. He gave up a homer in, in his game against Colorado, which I guess it's Colorado, but still, you stink. Game two, uh, we're going to see uh, Q again on Friday. Oh. Yeah. It's a rematch of the game he had against Smiley. So, the battle of the lefties. And uh, Q did really well against us, of course. <laughs> he had uh, one run on five hits. It was a solo shot from Suzuki, uh, that game that he single-handedly won by being awesome. And then uh, Drew was just a little bit better. Drew Smiley, zero runs on three hits to the Pirates, and he didn't give up any runs through 4.2 in Colorado either that game. Um, uh, The next time he went. He hasn't given up any runs at all this year. Game three on Saturday, that's going to be Zach Thompson. Sorry, Zach, but he's my new Zach, I think. Zach Thompson, 0-1. <laughs> uh, he's, he's got a, a nine ERA in four innings pitched. Four hits, uh, two-run ball uh, when we saw him before. No, sorry, this is the last time. Wait, is that right? Zach Thompson has a nine ERA? <laughs> that, that can't be right. It really that bad? I mean, it is the Pirates. So I'm looking at it right now. Zach Thompson right now. I, I, I might have written it down wrong. No. Oh, poor guy. It is nine. Just a straight nine. Just straight nine. Just right yeah. on right on the number. Yeah, we saw him before. Four innings pitched. Uh, of he's, four he's got a run ball. We, we didn't call that a Rooney as, here in Chicago. Yeah, we, 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 haven't, <laughs> we didn't do as good as against them as some other teams did, though. Because if we only got two runs off of him and he's got a 90 RA, doesn't that mean that he sucked way worse against other people? Oh, yeah, he sucked. Give him six runs to Milwaukee. That'll do it. <laughs> uh, this is going to be versus Kyle Hendricks, who we talked about. This game will be at Wrigley Field. That is a good thing. Hendo's way better. And it's a beautiful day. Plus, it's 1984 replica V-neck jersey night. Or day. Oh, those are nice. It's the road jersey, the blue one. Yep, I have a, I have an '87 Dawson that I, I like, uh, and they're they're pretty similar. It, I I like the the pullover jerseys from back in the day. And then we got in game four, JT Poo Maker. Uh, sorry, Brew Baker, at zero and two with a seven thirty. ERA, who we were supposed to face, 
But he's given up four, and we didn't, four runs in all of his starts. And he went, but he's getting stronger. He went 3.1 innings, then four innings, then 5.1 innings. Whereas our guy who's going on Sunday, who's Justin Steele, has been getting worse. Five innings, 4.1 innings, 2.2 innings. So, I mean, after what we saw this week, Let's do this. Let's do the opener thing with him. It's uh, Justin Steele for one, and then Keegan Thompson for four. I mean, and who then, knows what your bullpen even looks like at that moment? And then Sean Doolittle, who's not By on the Sunday, team, Sean Newcomb. <laughs> listen, we got an off day Monday. So, like, we don't know what the bullpen's going to be looking like by Sunday, but it's all hands on deck. By Sunday, I guess not all hands on deck because they're they're treating the beginning of this year like spring training. They really are. Oh yeah, so many teams are. Like we you know, are. it's it's always like uh, you you can't win the division in April, but you could lose it. Yeah, nobody gives a shit this year. Like yeah. it's it's like you know we're pulling our guy after sixty five pitches, and we do not give a shit what happens after that. Yeah. Guy, it, freaking Kershaw had a perfect game going. They're like, nah, we're not doing this. Like, in August, I bet you he pitches, even though it's closer to the playoffs. It makes no sense. But, yeah, you don't want to hurt the guy. So, uh, can I get uh, a temperature check from you? Today, we're going to talk about taking a rectal temperature. Do we have to take it rectally? Yes. <laughs> Cubs got to win three or four in my estimation in order to kind of salvage this homestand because you just lost two or three to the Rays who are better than the Cubs I think at least on paper well coming in they didn't look better than the Cubs they you know everybody was hitting a hundred yeah you know well, so not anymore. like not anymore <laughs> they got they got it's it's it feels bad that the Cubs might be the team that people get right against. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully it's not the Pirates getting right. Um, Yeah, because they just lost three straight to Milwaukee. So they're coming in. They're limping in. (laughs) Terry Terry E says uh, Jesse Chavez is driving Crawley's car to Atlanta. Oh, that's where it is. (laughs) Crawley, we found your car. Jesse Chavez has it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so uh yeah i mean i my feeling is that the cubs have to put the pedal to the metal they got to win three or four here at the very least and at least be competitive in the other game to not make me mad because uh, you got to win the homestand yeah yeah you have to you have to because when you go on the road everybody says 500 is good enough Right, you want to win it, but five hundred, you you take that and you go home and you're happy. But when you're at home, you gotta you're going for for six sixty six, right? Like you're trying to get a third of the games at home, or two thirds of the games, two thirds of the games, yeah. So yeah, no, you have the devil to, maybe do that because if you go two and two, you lost the homestand. Yeah. Well, if you go two and two, even if you go five hundred on the homestand. That's losing the homestand because that's what's that's what you're that's trying to over. get to on the road. You know, like that's yeah. what I'm saying. You have to come out with wins at home. I don't know if they could do it. It's I don't know. You feel better that it's the Pirates, but 
they just made, you know, a terrible, I mean, at least coming into the series, Tampa Bay looked terrible, looked like they were just floundering and then they got right. At some point, there will be a moment where you're not going to be able to just walk <laughs> over the Pirates and consider them just somebody you can just roll over and always win two of three of or three of four of. And there will be a point in which they will play you to even. And you've got to watch out for them. And I don't know when that moment is coming. It could come this year. And so far, we're one and one. Well, I mean, us. and at any, at any given moment, you know, at any given series that can happen with any team. Yeah. But, uh, especially when you're the Cubs and you don't, you have a, what would be a good term for what this rotation is? I mean, you, you don't have a fourth starter, which is like you brought up last Incomplete. time. The fact that you don't have a fourth starter, you have a fifth, but you don't have a fourth. That's fucked up. That's a weird thing that nobody has ever done before. Yeah. Um, all right. We're going to uh, – let's move on here. Uh, and <laughs> we're almost to the end of the show. Hashtag chance in the chat if you would like to win a Frank Chance postcard sent to you by me. And I, I will send that out immediatamente. Uh, well, before we do announcements, I wanted to uh, bring up that Tuesday was uh, Rally Titties Day. And I'm going to – I'm going to end the show today with uh, John Jurgavan's Christmas Carol of the Rally Tits Lady, which was really just so touching that he did it from his car just so his wife wouldn't hear him. Like, I just, I loved everything about how that all went down. But, <laughs> and, and there's probably people out there listening. They don't know who the Rally Tits Lady do is. Do not know the story yeah. of the Rally Titties. So, and we're drinking just enough to give you that story. Yeah. We're, we're going to give you the story. So, this was in in Milwaukee. No, that I mean, this was against Milwaukee in Chicago on eight, Wednesday, April nineteenth, two thousand seventeen. Uh, this game started late. It was a bit delayed. Uh, Wrigley was well, thirty four thousand people bought seats to it. Uh, the Brewers they got out to an early lead. They were leading three. Three to one, uh, four to one after five. Cubs battled back a little bit. They made it so that it was five to three going into the ninth inning. And if some of you guys might remember, here's how that ninth inning went for the Cubs. There was a pop fly by Kyle Schwarber. There was a a walk from John Jay the player that Michael Cotton really never <laughs> wanted to ever see play in a I, You know what? And that here's the thing. I always wanted I, I wanted to see more of Hap because of John Jay taking his time, and now I'm kind of like, yeah, that, that was a bad take. <laughs> M- Miguel Montero came in, and he hit a single to right field, and J- Jay went to third, so it's first and third. Carl Edwards Jr. then came in and pinch ran for Miguel Montero. <laughs> It was now batting first. Was Carl Edwards Jr. actually fast, or was he just thin, and so he looked fast? No, they just I, couldn't tag I've him. Never... There wasn't enough of him to tag. He's, perf- <laughs> He's the perfect runner. You cannot tag him. He's too small. Um, then Chris Bryant came up, and he singled, of course, because he could have hit a, a three-run homer and won the game, but no. 
Well, he drove somebody in, so yeah, he, you he know. Singled. Uh, no, I kid. I kid, Chris. Um, he singled. John Jay scores, uh, and Carl Edwards Jr. does not go first to third. He just goes to second. So it wasn't even a good single. <laughs> well, because because that has nothing to do with speed. That has to do with knowing how to run the bases. And guess who doesn't know how to run the bases? Carl Edwards Your Jr. relief pitcher. He's out there in like a heavy coat, you know, <laughs> just in case he has to pitch later. Um, Anthony Rizzo comes up, grounds out, uh, little, little squibber, uh, but it does move the runners along. So it's a squibber. It's almost like a butt swinging, butt. Edwards now you got runners on second and, and third. third, right? So you could tie it now with just a single, but instead, no, I'm sorry. Now the game is no. The game is now tied. They have tied it. So now he's just trying to get one more in. I should have explained that. So he just so all we need is one more in. Now you've taken away the force out. The game is tied. But what happens is Addison Russell, the player that we liked and now don't like. He hits a home run on a line drive to deep left field, and he scores. Everybody Cubs win seven to four. You know, Danny, but I've I left out, is, but I've left out the. I'm, yeah, you're, left, you're forgetting I, something major here. Yeah, I'm forgetting something way major. But I wanted to give the story of the game first. That's what happened. The Cubs battled back in a ball game against the Brewers. But here's why that happened. Okay, it had nothing to do with the players. It had everything to do with something that happened in the middle of this cold, rainy, horrible day is that this woman, who I don't know who, what her name is, and I'm showing a picture of, of a woman. It's cold out there. I mean, it was probably something like today, rainy. I mean, the game started late, maybe in it, the low it, 50s. If you're listening to the show and you don't know exactly, go to your rancher calendar to April 19th, and there's a picture of her there in all her glory. Yeah, well, kind of. I I I pulled the punch on the calendar. Just I'm sort of- no, I'm saying in all her glory because every picture she is glorious. She brought the win. So this picture is actually before she took her top off. This is before the rally titties happened. So it's very cold out there. Now the picture I'm showing is of her in just a tank. She's wearing a tank top and not apparently a bra, but she actually was wearing a bra. The, I took a bunch of pictures. They ended up blurry because I was far away, and I started to move. Uh, this was a, <laughs> and the camera was shaking. Yeah, the camera was exactly because I was because <laughs> I was freezing and scared. Um, but here is she went full rally titties, and I I'm gonna pull the punch on this too. You can see it's a she's she's laughing. There's uh I put little pasties over her boobs, but she got naked. Uh, well, so the whole the- point, though, was that that tank top was wet, right? It was cold and it was wet. And she decided that she needed to put on something dry. But instead of going to the bathroom or anywhere else in on in the field, she did it right at her seat. And where were those seats, Danny? But right down front, like she was in rich people's seats. Yeah, she was. Those those were like 2017. That was yeah. like a $200 seat. 
Yeah, so she she spent a lot of money to go down there and take her shirts uh, her shirt off. Now this is her after she's been caught, and she's putting her clothes back on, and people are still cheering her because I mean this was <laughs> like I can understand on a hot day you're out in the bleachers, you maybe had a few too many, you just want to take your shirt off, and you're a woman and get all that crazy attention. Uh, but this is in the box seats. Uh, this is. Uh, on a cold, cold day, not does not usually happen on a day like this. So uh, now here she's putting her. This is, I think, my favorite picture of the entire sequence, and it's only because of the the boy's face, who's just to her right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who <laughs> just he's his eyes are popping out of his head, his jaw is dropped. Um. There, and and also, the woman right behind her is just dying laughing as well. And there's also an old lady in a poncho who's not having it. As no. it's like this is this is the uh, the one that needs to be painted. Now, right after this, uh, right after she put her uh, clothes back on, there there's a gentleman that uh, expressed his love to her for th- thanked her for her service. Uh, you got a security standing there, and this other gentleman. In a beautiful satin coat, just hugging her and uh, saying, you know, thank you. You're a a wonderful person. But I did get this shot of her shame. Like, you could tell the look on her face as the uh, usher is telling her that it is time to go. She's put now on a thermal. I don't know if somebody brought that to her, if she had it in her bag. I don't even know what made her take her shirt off. I don't either. I See, I was always, I always thought she was putting this shirt on. Yes, right. I have I have released it to the public in that order. Yeah. Just so you know, I fooled your brain into thinking that <laughs> this happened backwards. Because all my pictures from before are blurry. Right. So I moved closer to get these shots. Ber- Bernie asks, was she kicked out? You see the woman yes, on yeah, the yeah. thing. She is security and she's making she's a face, which the is way. great. Like her face is just saying like, out, you got to go. And then the final shot of her is giving the peace sign, being like, totally fucking worth it. I'm out of here. Who <laughs> comes win the World Series. I'm awesome. And I don't know, like, you know, it, after. Yeah. I didn't realize like I that, thought she was putting a shirt on. Yeah, exactly. I I played it for everybody backwards before because I yeah because quite frankly in photographs it looks the same. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So now here is the shot of Addison Russell's rally titty Homer. This is the shot of the shot. You can see the crowd on their feet. Well, but yeah, as soon as she did too. that. As soon as she did that, the that sparked the rally. Back. That sparked the rally. And then finally, here's the rally, Titties Rally. Gary Jones, who's now uh, got a toothpick in his mouth for the Detroit Tigers, giving the high five to Addison Russell. As they're giving the horns, you got the whole crew down there waiting for him uh, to, to walk it off there. But that is the story of Rally Titties Lady. Uh, without her... Cubs don't win that ball game. Yeah, it was it it was amazing, and uh, yeah, and and even more confusing. Now, I always thought she was just putting on a dry shirt, and that she just decided to do it in the middle of the crowd 
and now I know, no, she just decided to take her shirt off and then put that same damn shirt right back on in order to, I don't know. She wasn't even showing the, the players. She was looking up toward the, the 200 level. <laughs> Listen, the, the, it was all unexplained. There was nobody there. Like it was a cold, <laughs> rainy, even though it was 2017, they probably did pay a lot of money for the tickets. And uh, yeah. So, uh, Angel Moreno says, have her sing the seventh inning stretch. Totally agree. And then end it with a punctuation mark, uh, and a rally, a, a late inning rally. And, uh, Terry E says, let's get some titties is what she'd yell. <laughs> and you're like, no, no, no. Stop drinking and put your shirt on. You Cubs keep winning uh, baseball games. Um, uh, Terry E says, have Taylor interview her. <laughs> oh, well, we already know that if Taylor interviews you, you have to put your shirt on. Ask Crawley. Yeah, they wouldn't even interview <laughs> Crawley without shirt. <clears throat> so hashtag chance in the chat. This, this show is going long for a rain delay show. The, the show is always going long because uh... – we're we're drinking. We we decided to just come in here and just enjoy. It's a rain delay show. We started drinking. We got the, our wine on. You got your beer on. So we're just like shitting, you know, shooting the shit about the cups. Um, if you uh, five twenty one May twenty first Bleacher Bum Band Show, come on out. The Cubs are playing the Diamondbacks. It's free. That's the announcement. Output Lounge. Oh, nice. Yeah. Come out five twenty one. Come see the show. Uh, come see the game. Come see the show. Come to Output Lounge. Eat great. You got one month, people. Get it together. Yeah. Um, you've got a new Twitter. Well, no, it's the same Twitter. I just changed my name. Well, yeah, but people got to know that they want to follow you. No, they're already following me. No, but more people. Oh, nobody else wants to follow me. <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah, I am at Cubes Fanatic because, look, I I was fucking around looking at some stuff the other day, looking at a Cubes fan, and I saw that there was a Cubes fan one. I'm like, wait, there's a Cubes fan one. Is there a Cubes fan? So I tried to take that as my my uh, handle, but then I found there was a Cubes fan, and. He's been on Twitter since 2013. His last tweet was in 2013. He has six followers, and one of those followers is Danny Rocket. <laughs> Probably because I thought it was you. I know. I'm going to DM what I, That's what I saw, and I, I just laughed my ass off when I saw it. Six people. He I hasn't probably, tweeted in fucking almost 10 years. He's probably died from COVID, <laughs> just like Rally Tits Lady. Oh my god. They're all dead. They're all dead. We know. <laughs> we know. Um I just I just thought it was so funny. He only had six followers and you and it showed me Danny and, and it's not even your son Ranto. It's the Danny Rocket version. Oh really? Yeah, it's the at Danny Rocket, I think. Oh wow. <laughs> Who knows what happened that night? Um <laughs> So, once again, if you already think you hashtag chanced in the chat to join the competition for the Frank Chance postcard, uh, I would do it again because it doesn't show that there's a lot of people that have done it. But I've seen more chances in real life than um, 
like within the chat than I have uh, in my counting here. Um, David Elliott writes in, when was the last time the Sun Ranto show was less than an hour? This is great stuff. Come on. We're paying for it. It's true. Some of you are. David Elliott is, and you should be too at uh, patreon.com slash sunranto. And everyone who's not paying for it, thank all those super ranters, the 110 super ranters that are paying for it, that, you know, you get this hour, 45, two hours, whatever of, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm going to say Bantos analysis of this team. <laughs> I would call I would I would call it banter. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, A plus analysis, that's pretty much. Hey banter, 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 banter. Yeah. Hey banter, 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 banter. <laughs> Showing banter. <laughs> um all right. I uh, I have a TFC, I believe. no, I don't. My TFC was Rally Titties. Yeah. Well uh I TFC don't have this flexing cube. Yeah, this flexing cube. Yes, uh, I do not have a TFC, but uh, I got a I I got a little bit of traction making fun of Boog. <laughs> Did you see? Uh, in the, last night, they asked him to explain the fucking arm, the the pitch com. Oh, the, right. The, oh, the thing where they can give the. Sign. Oh, you were at the game. You or you probably didn't see. No. But yeah, the the fucking pitch com. Oh, they 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 did the split screen. They showed them in the booth, and Boog literally lost his fucking mind. He was like, like a deer in headlights. Uh, uh, twenty two teams have started to uh have started to use and um I'm it it goes on your arm. Um, it's, uh, it's like, the, sorry, the, the teleprompter isn't the, working. The pitch uh, comp. Uh, I can't do this with the teleprompter. I can't, I can't roll, man. I can't roll. Yeah. Meanwhile, like I'm at the game of being like, I'm leaving. It's rated. Let's go. <laughs> JD leans into the frame because he's wearing it on his arm. And he's like, this is what it is, you know? And then people started to get like super, uh, super annoyed because JD is sitting there and he's, He's pushing the buttons and it is sending which pitch JD wants to Taylor down on the field. Oh my God. And they're, and they're playing it. And then he's trying to guess what pitch is coming next. So he's like acting like a, a catcher trying to guess which pitch is coming next. It was, uh, <laughs> Michael, do you know, you know how you would be more annoyed? How you could be more annoyed at that moment. So just be thankful that you were only semi-annoyed at that moment because (laughs) here's how you could be more annoyed. All right, let's say you work for the Cubs and you're up there in the booth and you're like a guy that's working sound and you're like, you know, making things work up there. And you're listening to this conversation with Boog, (laughs) JD, and Taylor McGregor. And they're up there drinking a coffee, eating a donut, (laughs) being like, all right, here's what we do. Playing with their armband. Yeah, it's like you go down there and you wear it. JD, you do this, and I, I'll, I will guess what it'll be. And, no, seriously, this <laughs> TV gold. Like this, is like if we did this right now. Hey, Michael, guess what number I'm thinking? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Kreskin. What, what number? I th- no, right now. What am I thinking? Uh, I think it's a slurve. 
No, I said is that no. one of my choices? No, no, no. You've got no. See, it's boring. It's a terrible <laughs> game. Nobody likes it. It's a bad game. Uh, well, that's how you can be more annoyed about it. But anyway, we've wasted all your rain delay time. You go be with your family. It's like, you know, at hour 47. <laughs> this, is, this is a 500 team. You should really not be giving us this much of your time tonight. Yeah. Yes, but I mean, Crawley didn't even show up tonight. You know, Jesus. I mean, he even knew not to come. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Crawley, Crawley's actually watching right now. Like those poor he's bastards. Like, God, am I really on this show? That's like what he's thinking. He's like, <laughs> this is the worst decision I've made. Like of all, of, and that's saying something for him. <laughs> it really is. So, um, uh. right. So uh, <laughs> it is. Um, so Spagog, everybody. I'm gonna play the Rally Tits Lady song. From John Jurgo Van, Jurgo stuff. He did such a good job. So, yep. Spagong! Happy Rally Tits Day, everybody. You know, rock out with your tits out. Spagong. 420, Earth Day, Rally Titties, all of it. It's all natural, baby. The day was all rainy. The game start delayed. The Cubs and the Brewers were waiting to play. Kyle Hendricks was pitching. Things looked pretty neat. But Milwaukee jumped out to a quick three-run lead. The Lady, no bra for her rack, unless you consider her blue fanny pack. She noticed our mascot was wearing no pants, so she thought she'd join him with her topless dance. Security swarmed in, they yelled, raise your hands. But no one would frisk her for fear of her cans. Her husband just sat there and took in the game. Thus missing the moment she achieved her fame. Our cubby still trailed them by three in the sixth. But once she was let off, they brought out their sticks. Edison Russell walked off in the ninth. The rally tits lady brought out the sunshine. The rally tits lady brought out the sunshine. Merry Cubs, Miss Ranters. I'm probably going to hell now for that version of that song, and my wife might divorce me if she ever hears it, so if you have a place to stay, maybe Bill Sugas's basement. <laughs> <laughs> that is goddamn beautiful. Yeah. 
I'm I'm all of a sudden like nostalgic for both good Cubs baseball teams and Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's April, so uh, it's going to be a while. It's going to be a while for both of them. So uh, we were reminded that once again we forgot to pick the chance. <laughs> we're so good at this. Like, we've well, only been doing it for like eight years. This isn't a freaking game show. You know, uh, I mean, you gotta, made it a game show like two months ago. Like you just out of the blue were yeah. like, yeah, it's a hey, fucking guys, game hey show. Guys, now. We have a game show now. All right. All right. Here we go. Uh, get your chances and hashtag chance. We're going to get a winner. Well, there's a lot more people than I, I saw before. And ding, 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 ding. On Moreno. Angle. Angle Moreno. Like. We were just talking about you, man. I swear. Congratulations. Um, I'll be contacting you. Or actually, I don't think I have your information. So contact me at Sunranto on Twitter or Sunranto at gmail.com. And uh, I think I should play that song again, don't you think? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, this is like, Thanks, yeah, what, 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 what do they call that when you uh, play a song over and over again? Doesn't it have a name? Uh, when you can't get it out of your head, no, no, it's like you, an earworm. No, but how about when you like play it over and over again, like wear it out, or isn't there like a another term for it? In, say it in the chat as I play the rally. Tits. <laughs> I don't know, but it, but look, I'm I'm telling you right now, I, I'm going in and setting up the Christmas tree. The rally tits lady. I love it. So good. Thank you, John oh. Hurt. <laughs> Bernie says overplayed. <laughs> <laughs> well, Spagog, everybody. Hope your teeth are as purple as mine. The day was all rainy. The game start delayed. The Cubs and the Brewers were waiting to play. Kyle Hendricks was pitching. Things looked pretty neat. But Milwaukee jumped out to a quick three-run lead. The it's lady, no bra for her rack, unless you consider her blue fanny pack. She noticed our mascot was wearing no pants, so she thought she'd join him with her topless dance. Security swarmed in, they yelled, raise your hands. But no one would frisk her for fear of her cans. Her husband just sat there and took in the game. Thus missing the moment she achieved her fame. Our cup. 
Bobby still trailed them by three in the sixth. But once she was let off, they brought out their sticks. Edison Russell walked off in the ninth. The rally tits lady brought out the sunshine. The rally tits lady brought out the sunshine. Merry Cubs, Miss Ranters. I'm probably going to hell now for that version of that song and my wife might divorce me if she ever hears it so if you have a place to stay maybe bill sugas's basement we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. 
I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows.